Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Better strap yourself in. It's time for the Howie Car Show. I don't think he's yeah. going to run, but I'd like to yeah. go for immediately debates. I'd like to debate him now. Bush. Donald Trump knows the economy will build a strong again, he's stronger. He knows. Because he can't talk. Guess what? It's saving the attack, mayor and taxpayer, what we've done so far. Whoosh. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. Look, this country faces enormous problems today, and we all know what they are. We're talking about income and wealth inequality. We're talking about 60% of workers living paycheck to paycheck. The economy, as you've indicated, is really doing well. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. Is there a national purpose in encouraging Americans to invest in Chinese equities that you're aware of? Because I'm not. Both inward and outward investment are economically beneficial. Ah. Rump swabs, hacks, and moon bats beware. It's... Howie Carr. Welcome to the Howie Car Show, 844-500-4242, if you'd like to join us. First of all, can we not lose sight of the basic point of this bill, and that is to give more money, billions more dollars, $60 billion more to the kleptocracy that is running Ukraine, and that has, according to the FBI's own documents, bribed with cash, $10 million, to the big guy and his crackhead bag man son. And the reason we're giving them $60 billion is not to uh, win the war in in, uh, in Europe, and it's not to stop Russia from taking over the world. They, don't, they have a, an economy smaller than the state of California, as pathetically uh, bad and shrinking as the state of California is. Then they, then they can't... They can't take over the world. They can't fight Ukraine. They can't fight NATO, let alone the United States. They're worried enough about China, I think, on their uh, their eastern border, taking Siberia. This is about payoffs to Ukraine so that they don't release the documents and the audio tapes on the Bidens. Everything else is a, is a distraction. And they're trying to make this about uh, the... You know, Donald Trump. This is another way to make it all about Trump. And it's, I, I just don't think it's going to work. 844-500-4242. So I, I'll just play you a couple of, of Biden cuts here early. And, and, you know, the usual thing, Donald Trump, it's all about him. He did this just because the border was secure when he was president. Now it's not secure. The Republicans didn't do anything to fix this. Peter Ducey just had a great question from Fox for uh, for KJP. You know, they Brandon said on day the Republicans could have fixed this, fixed this on day one of um, after my installation as president. And uh, Peter Ducey asked, "Who controlled all of the government, every lever, on day one?" And of course, it was the Democrats. And they didn't do anything. But this is just a uh, this is a uh, another uh, bogus talking point. But again, the, that the, this this talking point is 
is the wag the dog of the thing that they have to get the money to Ukraine or, you know, Ukraine is going to drop a dime. I mean, it, it's as simple as that. I don't know what the, you. I don't know what Iran has got on him. Other, you know, maybe it's just that uh, Obama's, uh, you know, got his uh, is twisting his arm behind his back. We know China has paid tens of millions of dollars to the uh, Biden crime family, and we know Ukraine has paid at least ten million. Well, if you include the uh, the the payments, the eighty thousand dollars a month that Hunter got, it's probably closer to fifteen twenty million dollars. You got Urania, Kazakhstan. And of course, Russia. Russia has been paying them off, has been paying off the Bidens as well. I mean, we've never had a situation like this where the the president of the United States is an agent of sinister foreign nationals. But that's the reality that we face right now here in the United States. Eight four four five hundred forty two forty two. I just re- I just want to play a couple of these uh, things. Uh, let's play uh, weaponizing because it, again, weaponizing along with seizing and pouncing. Those are the words the Democrats love to use about Republicans. When Republicans fight back, that's called weaponizing. When they pop up out of the fetal position, and now they also put ca- capitalizing as another one. But that the, that's not as good a word as pouncing and seizing and weaponizing. But anyway, so Biden is trying to read a New York Times uh, headline here. Cut 11. The position of the MAGA Republicans can be characterized by the New York Times headline. First, this is the headline. It reads, Trump first, Putin second, America third. That cannot pertain. That cannot pertain. Pertain. Maybe we quote you on that, Mr. President. So then he's asked about the uh, hostages that Hamas has. He doesn't, he doesn't, not that he gives a bleep about the hostages. You know, several, a number of American hostages, let alone Israeli hostages, have been murdered by these uh, Nazi Muslim savages, but he doesn't care. So they ask him about Hamas and the savages and, this, and the hostages. Cut 18. There is some movement. And I don't want to, I don't want to, well, maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the, uh, there's been a response from the opposition. But, um, yes, I'm sorry, from Hamas. But he it can't seems the to name be uh, of Hamas. He can't a remember the, the name. We're of not Hamas. sure where it is. There's a continuing negotiation right now. And only, according to the latest poll, only 61 percent of the American people think that he's mentally impaired. Only 61 percent. I worry about the other 39 percent or 33 percent who this six percent aren't sure. 33% say he's not mentally impaired. You got to wonder how mentally impaired they are if they don't think he's he can't remember the name Hamas. I mean again, no nobody thought about Hamas before October 7th, but since then, especially if you're the I thought this guy was the foreign policy president, wasn't he the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee and it was very very important. 
844-500-4242. Let's play the Peter Ducey cut uh, with, uh, with KJP. Uh, cut 18. Thank you. So you guys talk a lot, including today, about how the border wouldn't be such a big deal if Congress would have just passed your immigration bill on day one. Who was in charge of Congress on day one? So it's been three years. It's been three, three whole years, more than three years, more than She's a thousand answering. days. And look, this is a difficult issue, obviously. This is a difficult issue. And what we have said is that Congress has to act, right? Congress, Democrats, Republicans have to act. But in those three years, it is true that Republicans have gotten in the way. They just have, Peter. They have consistently used immigration, the immigration system, the broken system, as a political stunt. That's what they've done. They've gotten in the way in trying to get more Border Patrol agents. They've gotten in the way in actually trying to fix what's happening, the challenges at the border. They did. Still outnumbered in the Senate. So I mean, the, they the voted. Democrats they've actually voted. The first two years, no it has. I'm not saying that Democrats have not been in control the first two years. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying House Republicans have got in the way. They have. They have purposefully gotten in the way in trying to fix what's happening at the border. The border was under control on the day he was installed as president after his selection in November 2020. He told told all the uh, illegal aliens, it was like he was rattling a tin cup for the entire third world. You know, come to the United States, surge the border, you'll never have to work again. Just vote Democrat. We'll put you on welfare. We'll put you, we're sending you to Massachusetts. You're going to go to the Comfort Inn, the Motel 6, the Days Inn, the, uh, the Suites to Hotel or the Hotels to Suites, the Clarion Inn in Taunton. You can go anywhere you want. Everything free. Take Ubers to buy your machetes, to meet your MS-13 gang chief, to get your fentanyl deliveries. When you come back, there'll be a hot meal waiting for you and an EBT card in case you don't like it, in case the meals aren't culturally appropriate. And now it's the Republicans' fault. And again, it's not about the immigration. They're not going to fix the immigration. They don't want to fix the immigration system. The only way to fix the immigration system is to get them out of office and to get Donald J. Trump or somebody like Donald J. Trump but it looks like it's going to be Donald J. Trump in there. That's the only way to get to begin to get a handle on this. Again, this is we, we're in the situation like it's December eighth, nineteen forty-one. We we we're in shambles as a nation right now. We're going to have to fight our way out of this. We've been invaded by by at least the Japanese and the Germans would have worked. You know, they, they wanted to take over. These people just want to be taken care of. It's astonishing. And they're blaming it on, they're, they're blaming it on Republicans. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. You know, some things just go really well together. Peanut butter and jelly, Burton and Ernie, a blockbuster movie, and a bucket of popcorn. You know what else is a perfect match? Anything you're doing and your Raycon everyday earbuds because listening to 
audio that you like, whether it's uh, any kind of music or a, uh, or a true crime podcast or self-help or anything, it's just nice having something in your ear to keep you company. And that's where Raycon Everyday Earbuds come in. Especially for Valentine's Day, they make a perfect gift to the person that uh, you're closest to. I use my Raycon Everyday Earbuds truly every day, and they are the ones I love and still the ones that I need. Oh. Oh, it's like a love song between me and my Raycons. With optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, these earbuds are so comfortable and they'll actually stay in your ears. Whether you're going for a run or just dancing along to some of your own favorite tunes or walking the dog. Like any serious love story, your Raycons are here for a good time and for a long time with eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Most importantly, you get amazing audio quality at half the price of other premium audio brands. And they have gotten a lot of reviews, people that love them as much as I do. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews. Taylor loves his too, right Taylor? I do, I use mine every day no matter what I'm doing, if I'm outside, if I'm at the gym. Um, sometimes the gym playlist, what they have playing over the house speakers, it's different every single day. Sometimes I like the stuff, sometimes I really don't. So I have my Raycons on hand just in case. They always stay in my ear. They have the awareness mode, the uh, the other mode, the uh, isolation noise mode, isolation. noise isolation, so I don't have to listen to anybody else or hear uh, the overflow of music from the gym speakers. I'm listening to what I want to listen to, and I get motivated to do what I have to do. That's the first thing I do when I let uh, Roscoe uh, put the leash on him in the morning. I uh, get the leash on him, and then I uh, put my Raycon earbuds in before I go for that first walk with him. I always like to take a walk with him. It's a good exercise for him, for me, and I get to listen to the music I love. That's that's you. You're gonna you're gonna love your Raycon everyday earbuds, and so is whoever you give them to this Valentine's Day. Go to buyraycon.com/howie today to get 15% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's buyraycon.com/howie to score 15% off and get free shipping. Buyraycon.com/howie. I'm Howie Carr. The Howie Carr Show. The Howie Car Show is back. 844-500-4242-919 says, I remember when Democrats pulled the same crap with DACA. The Dreamers. Remember the Dreamers? Oh, they're the cream of the crop. It turns out only 74% of them were on welfare. I guess they were the cream of the crop for the, for the crop uh, when Obama was president. Yeah, this is their playbook. Glenn uh, Greenwald got into this last night on Fox. He was just saying that uh, how how bad is it when the Democrats keep, they, they keep throwing Trump up there as their, the bloody shirt, as the Republicans used to use the Civil War in the 19th century. And, it, and, and Biden's got the lowest approval ratings in uh, modern presidential history, e- even though they, they, it, it never ends with a state-run media about how great Biden is and how how bad Trump is. It's just not, they're the little boys who cried wolf. You know, it, does, it only works up to a certain point. All right. Today's poll question is brought to you by DiStefano Hair Restoration. Dr. Highness has rolled back to pre-COVID prices for the month of February. Save $1,500 today and tell them how we sent you at hairman.com. Hairman.com. 
Com. You know, uh, a lot of the colleges, the especially the elite colleges, including all the Ivy League colleges, after uh, George Floyd, they decided it was racist to try to force students to have to uh, have to be able to read and write to get into their fine colleges. They did away with the uh, requirement of you had to take the SAT or ACT. And uh, Dartmouth this week finally said, you know what? We're going to bring back the SAT and ACT. Taylor, what's the poll question? What are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at HowieCarshow.com, is do you agree with Dartmouth College's decision to again require applicants to take the SAT or ACT? Yes, college students should be able to read and write, or no, it's racist. Yes, I'm in favor of uh, reading and writing. 98% say yes. All right. And the other 2% are in the uh, diversity department at Harvard University. And someone read them the question so that they could uh, answer it. 844-500-4242, 844-500-4242. We had so much to get to today. The Wall Street Journal came up with this, a border security bill worth passing, which I noticed they've now pulled off their website. It was so embarrassing. They, they made it seem like it was all about the border. They didn't, they didn't mention one single word about Ukraine. Not one word. And it's just a complete scam. People are saying, I can't, that's the worst. It probably was the worst Wall Street Journal editorial I've ever read. And uh, they didn't mention, uh, here's some of the other things they didn't mention. $400 million for illegal alien lawyers. Mandatory legal representation for illegals. $1.4 billion for uh, NGOs, non-governmental organizations, to provide maps, campsites, and even laminated cards so that uh, illegals could see their way to the local uh, border crossing and welfare office. 50,000 extra work visas, nothing about chain migration. And Biden can end this anytime he wants. So that's, that's how much it is. I, I, I just keep coming back. What's the point? What's the point of an agreement if one person can can breach it at any moment that he wants and the other side is chained to the to the provisions it's insanity this guy lankford i mean he he should be locked up for 90 days observation he's he, man he they you know there's the old saying you know he'd sell you a uh and and uh an orchard for or he, he'd want to buy an orchard for an apple i mean that's what happened here schumer offered him an apple a rotten, worm-infested apple for a beautiful orchard. Although it wasn't so beautiful considering the state of the border after all these millions of third-world criminals have come across. 844-500-4242. Don, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Don. Hey, good afternoon, Howie. Great show. I just thought I'd run a couple ideas by you that I think might help at the border. Um... And regardless of whether you uh, think we should have immigrants here or not, I don't know why anybody would be able to cross the border and not be uh, given a blood test and maybe put some kind of a bracelet on them. Uh, How about quarantine, uh, like they used to do at Ellis Island? That wasn't to be uh, classist or racist. It was to make sure you weren't bringing in any communicable diseases into the United States. Right, right. We should talk about getting them a blood test and putting a bracelet on them. And, uh, you know, when it comes to getting them deported, hopefully that's going to happen. It's, it's going to take a long time. But, you know, the, 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 the journey of deporting 30 million of these 
Savages begins with a single deportation. I'm Howie Carr. Live from the Matthews Brothers Studios. 508 says, this is the same thing the Dems did to Reagan. You do everything we want, then we'll secure the border. They never did. Yeah, that was Ted Kennedy. They they told uh, they told in 1986 in the second term. They said, if you'll just uh, you know grant amnesty to these three million three million seems like a golden age, doesn't it? These three million illegal aliens on welfare will secure the border, and they this never did. This is not rocket science. <laughs> and I. Reagan said that it was the it was the worst mistake he ever made as president of the United States was going along with that amnesty deal. That you know, I mean, everything in this country has been downhill since the Immigration Reform Act of 1965 was passed. It's it it has opened the floodgates to this invasion. You know, it was supposed to be a handful of people coming in. Bobby Kennedy said, "Oh, we'll let in a few thousand, and then the the demand will be over." We were giving away free stuff. We were giving. We have an, a welfare state, and you're inviting in people from the third world, who who quickly realize they don't have to work when they get here. What what did they think was going to happen? A few people didn't knew this. Sam Irvin, the uh, Democrat senator from North Carolina, who later went on to Watergate fame, he said, "Do you really think this is a good idea to be opening up the world to all these?" Uh, all these uh, indigent people, when you have, when you're offering them all welfare. All right, time now for Grace with the news. Yes, Howie. Jennifer Crumbly was found guilty of four counts of manslaughter today, the first parent in the U.S. to be charged over a mass school shooting committed by their child. This is from the New York Post. Crumbly, a 45-year-old marketing director, was convicted over her role in the November 2021 mass shooting carried out by her son, Ethan Crumbly, at Oxford High School that left four students dead alongside six others and a teacher wounded. So this is the first time we've been seeing this. We've talked about this before, Howie, how much responsibility parents should have if they're, you know, not picking up on any of these red flags. She was just a lousy parent, though. I'm not sure that, uh, you know, she should go to prison for that. Yeah, I I think a lot of people are going to debate it. After the verdict was read, the judge thanked the jurors for their work and the hardest things you've ever done. And uh, James Crumbly, Ethan's father, will be tried on the same charges separately at a later date. When is Joe Biden going on trial for Hunter Biden's crimes? Good question. Don't hold your breath on that. Speaking of Joe Biden, Trump's PAC has officially, and I think a lot of people saw this one coming, they've dropped an ad showing what Dems are giving us on the border, and the ad is called Joe Biden's Middle Finger. And as you probably guessed, Howie, the ad focuses on the illegal aliens who gave the double bird to the media. Again, that was that was the picture of the year in in. Late in early February, late January, the picture. There's not going to be a better picture, picture, I don't think, this year than that one. Yeah, this More is newsworthy. 
This is from Red State. It says the ad centers heavily around the illegals who beat two NYPD officers in Times Square and were promptly let go by Alvin Bragg, who set them loose with no bail. It's a really good ad. It's at Red State. I'm sure it's all over X at this point as well. But like you said, I mean, between that and the E. Jean Carroll cut of her kind of uh, giddily announcing that she's going to buy Rachel Maddow a house in France... A lot of this stuff is going to make for great campaign ads heading into the election. Hmm. All right. What else you got, Grace? Overdue credit card bills surged 50 percent last year, pushing U.S. household debts to worrying high of 17.5 trillion. And who's worried? Joe Biden says this. Uh, the great the economy is the best it's ever been. The Washington Post says the economy isn't good. It's great. That's why we only laid off 20 percent of the staff and lo- only lost 100 million last year. So and, great. And Senator Bernie Sanders agrees as well. Yeah, Senator Bernie Sanders. We got to play that. We got to play those cuts, actually. This is a good time to be playing those cuts. Um, cut seven. Look, this country faces enormous problems today, and we all know what they are. We're talking about income and wealth inequality. We're talking about 60% of workers living paycheck to paycheck. We're talking about the existential threat of climate change. Enormous problems facing this country. Paycheck to paycheck. Except for me, I'm 85 years old and I never worked a day in my life. Cut nine. The economy, as you've indicated, is really doing well. Unemployment, extremely low. We're creating a whole lot of jobs, rebuilding manufacturing in America. So we're beginning to move forward in the right direction. In my view, we have a lot, lot more to do. But the choice in this election is very clear. So 60% of workers are living paycheck to paycheck, which is usually shorthand for saying they're living hand to mouth. But the economy is doing very well. So which is it, Bernie? (laughs) It's really crazy. I mean, if only we could all write books, Howie, like Bernie Sanders, then maybe we could all be not living paycheck to paycheck and buying third homes. Yeah, well... He's he's I don't know. He may he must have made a lot more off his books than I made off of mine. <laughs> and and again, I've been my two of my books were on the bestseller list. And and yet I I haven't been able to live as lavish a lifestyle as Bernie has. No, few have, Howie, few have. Um, CBS is not going to get the interview with Joe Biden, which I know you talked about, Howie. Uh, but now Donald Trump is offering up himself for the interview. He's saying it would be TV ratings gold. And a lot of people are wondering if CBS might bite. Um, I'm curious your take on this. Obviously, it's a huge get before the Super Bowl to no, be able to. Come on. There's no way CBS would ever go for that. C- CBS is one of the deepest of, this, of state-run media. The, the, CBS is 60 minutes. <laughs> 60 minutes. Uh, the, the pinnacle of fake news, at least in the broadcast division, well, We're when, not going to do that. When Tucker Carlson gets back from Russia, maybe they could do a little uh, pre-Super Bowl interview on X. Let's uh, let's play the uh, cut. Uh, uh, cut. This is this is uh, Trump yesterday with uh, Dan Bongino talking about how he and Biden should debate. Cut to. And I don't think he's going to run. I don't know if it's donors or otherwise. It might be his family. It might be something. I don't think he's yeah. going to run. But I'd like to yeah. go for immediately debates. I'd like to debate them now because we should debate. We should debate for the good of the country. So I will officially on your show call 
I was, oh wow! I also, Look at that. Also said, We're breaking news, Mr. President. Donald J. No, no, Trump calls for debates against uh, Joe Biden. I mean, that's great. So we we breaking some news here. Problems, Dan, and get him to it. change his ways. But I am officially doing that. To which Brandon responded later in the day. Cut mm-hmm. three. President Donald Trump is ready to debate you right now. Do you accept? <laughs> 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 on radio. Thanks, guys. Immediately. I'd want to debate me too. I you know what? You're right. You're right. He you think he, he can no- remember Trump's name? He couldn't remember Hamas's name today. He thought he he thought he was talking to Mitterrand of Germany, who'd been dead for twenty five years. And Mitterrand said, How long have you are you gonna be back? You know, I mean, should you know, Grace, if you were talking to someone, you ran into someone who'd been dead for 25 years, wouldn't you ask him the first question? Where you been? Yeah. Francois. Nice to see you. Where you been? <laughs> yeah, but how did you notice in that cut? I don't know where he was. He's on the campaign trail, but he had that that tea, like that iced coffee. It's called something, Taylor. It's like boba. The boba tea. Boba tea, yeah. And he's he's sipping that, and he's saying, you know, there's nothing else to do. Well, you're making iced coffee stops and talking to random people. Like, you don't seem to be that all that busy yourself there, Mr. President. Have you noticed too that the, the there is no there's no more good sound of Joe Biden out on the out on the uh, street out on the campaign trail? No. You know the the. You know, they used to have these giant boom mics you would put out there, and they still have those boom mics. I don't think they allow they, – because they don't want anybody to hear what he's exactly saying. No, the boom mics took a vacation like the fact checkers. But you know how it's funny you say that because today when he was giving this address about how, you know, the, the border crisis that we were told didn't exist for the last three and a half years suddenly now exists just so they can blame it on Republicans. He was talking about it, and he said, I'm going to take questions – when I come back on Thursday and he was trying to kind of use like, a, I don't want to jeopardize the investigation type situation. Like, yeah. oh, I don't want to jeopardize everything that's going on. Sources and methods. Yeah, but I'll the be back on Thursday. Right. And he said, I'll take all your questions. Does anyone believe that? Every time he comes out, he's got a list well, of he, people. He said, I'm not going to take any questions. And then he took two questions. And then he and then he forgot Hamas's name. And maybe somebody said, we told him. We told him not to take any questions. And do you notice how he how obedient the press is when he's out there? Like, remember when Trump would say, all right, I'll take some questions. And then he'd go for two hours and then he'd, he'd leave after a two hour press conference. And people would be I'm talking about Jim Acosta here and April Ryan and all these Democrats. They would Whatever be happened to them. They would be screaming, Howie. They'd be on chairs screaming at him. What do you say to people who think, uh? And now with Biden, if he says, I'm not going to take any questions, it's like silence. You can hear a pin drop in the room. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, Grace's News is brought to you by Tux Trucks, your Fisher Plow distributor. Fisher Plow season is on at Tux Trucks GMC in Hudson, Mass. Tux ordered more plows and spreaders this year to meet the demand for residential, commercial, or municipal snow plowing. See Tux Trucks, your Fisher Plow distributor. Call 1 800 My Truck. I'll be back in a little bit for Hate Mail Monday on a Tuesday. Okay. Thank you, Grace. Exciting news from DiStefano Hair Restoration. They are proud to unveil their latest breakthrough, the No-Shave F-U-E Hair Transplant. Say farewell to those days of shaving the back of your head before a hair transplant. Dr. Highness and his team have mastered this method, and they are eager to reveal the remarkable results to you. 
That's not all. Dr. Hines has another announcement for all of you. He and his team understand the importance of looking and feeling your best, especially with the economic challenges we are all facing. That's why they are rolling back to pre-COVID pricing. They believe that affordability should never be a barrier to regaining your self-confidence. On top of this, for this month only, he and his team are offering an additional $1,500 off any hair transplant procedure exclusively for listeners of The Howie Car Show. To take advantage of this incredible offer, call 800-460-HAIR. That's 800-460-4247 and say, Howie sent me. When it comes to hair restoration, why settle for anything less than excellence? DeStefano Hair Restoration has been transforming lives and restoring confidence for over 30 years. Their track record and online reviews speak volumes. Are you ready to take the first step towards a more confident you? Rediscover your confidence with DeStefano Hair Restoration, where dreams of restoring your confidence become a reality. Dr. Highness gave me my hair back, back. Now let him do the same for you. Don't wait any longer. Begin the journey to regaining your confidence today. Call 1-800-460-HAIR today or visit hairman.com and say, Howie sent me to take advantage of these incredible prices. I'm Howie Carr. Howie will be right back after this short break. He's Howie Carr, and he's back. By the way, we we talked yesterday at some length, uh, everyone is, about uh, I See Dead People moment. Again, another one by President Biden. He had one in North Carolina at A&T. He also had a, there's another one I saw a picture of, but I forget where it was. And then yesterday he talked about talking to uh, President Mitterrand 25 years after his death. So uh, Ducey today also asked KJP about the uh, the president going all sixth sense, sixth sense on us. Cut 19. Mr. President, if this bill fails, would you consider supporting something separate that just addresses Israel or Ukraine? How is President Biden ever going to convince the three-quarters of voters who are worried about his physical and mental health that he is okay, even though in Las Vegas he told a story about recently talking to a French president who died in 1996? I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole with you, what? sir. What is We're the gonna rabbit go. hole? Go ahead. He said go ahead. he talked to Mitterrand. Go ahead. In you saw the president in Vegas, in California. You've seen the president in South Carolina. You saw him in Mich- Michigan. I'll just leave it there. Go ahead. Go ahead. Was it more concerning that he said he was talking to a dead person or that he thought the dead person was from the wrong country? Or was it kind of a six of one, half dozen of another, as they say? Pick them in Vegas. 844-500-4242. Steve, you're next with Howie Carr. Go ahead, Steve. Yes, Howie. Yes. Uh Howie, I just got a uh, message from a friend of mine, okay, that's disabled. Yes. And those cell phones that the illegals uh, are using are only good for six months. Once we get them in this country, they're going to disappear, and you'll never find them. They've got to be stopped. 
at the border and sent back. I, I agree. I, I agree totally. You know, I found, I found out more about, uh, I'm still I'm doing a follow-up column to the column I wrote on Sunday about all these uh, flop houses that they've turned all the local no-tell motels into. And it's not just the, it's not just the, the uh, moderately priced motels and hotels. It's, it's also places like the uh, Melnia Cast Center in Roxbury. And then there's the courthouse, the old probate courthouse in East Cambridge, right near the, the Leachmere Station, the old Leachmere Station. And it's on, it's on uh, Cambridge Street. And half of it is the Registry of Deeds, still the Registry of Deeds. The other half is what used to be the Probate Corps, which has moved to Woburn. So they're going to move the, the illegal aliens into the, into the half of the courthouse where the Probate Court used to be. And so they had no sprinklers in there, so they couldn't really put them in there very well. And uh, and they had no showers, so they, they were negotiating. And it's you know it's not not that far from MIT, East Cambridge, so they were going to let them shower at MIT. But then MIT, you know, because MIT celebrates diversity, right? We all know that. I mean, look at the, that's the only surviving president of the uh, of that congressional hearing in October or December, whenever it was. And uh, so MIT said, "Well, we'll let them, we'll let them take showers here." And then they said. Uh, no, you're not going to be able to take showers at MIT. Sorry, hate has no home here, but we have no shower facilities for illegal aliens. So guess what they had to do? They had to take over most of the parking lot at the courthouse and bring in shower trucks. And they had to throw all the hacks that worked at the Registry of Deeds out of their own parking spaces and put in the shower trucks. So you know what they did? They they uh, it's right it's on Cambridge Street and First Street there, go, heading uh, he, heading towards the river. They took all the public parking spaces and gave them to the hacks so that the illegal aliens could uh, could go and, and take showers whenever they wanted. And then, but they still had the problem of what were they going to do with the illegal aliens when the Registry of Deeds was open during something uh, during a concept the illegal aliens had difficulty grasping, which was working hours. Because what's a working hour to an illegal alien? And so they told them, you're going to have to, you know, they shoot them out of the building. And so they just scattered into the neighborhood and they're all going, need money, need money. This is just, this is just another fine indication of, uh, of what's going on. And I'm also told that there was a, uh, an illegal alien baby delivery, this, uh, the, uh, let's see, where is it here exactly? I think it's in, uh, they said Rockland. It's the third, Ill- okay, Rockland, FD, and PD went to uh, Comfort Inn. This is on Hingham Street. We've talked about this place. Uh, for a female in active labor, a language barrier. This is the third birth I've heard in the scanner in three months. In one in one flop house, three anchor babies. 844-500-4242, 508, after Reagan signed amnesty, we lost California. Yeah, it's, it, it's what, what the United States is uh, descending into, a third world hellhole. It's, it's, it's really sad, but it's, uh, you know, this, is, this election would be our last chance to even uh, try to stop it. I don't know if we can. 844 500 I'm Howie Carr.